Hello, friend. Welcome to the Whole Word Podcast. This is Pastor Pitts Evans. On this podcast, we read and discuss one chapter of God's Word per episode. Let's go now to the Bible and see what the Lord has for us today. Romans chapter 7. Do you not know, brothers and sisters, for I am speaking to those who know the law, that the law has authority over someone only as long as that person lives? For example, by law, a married woman is bound to her husband as long as he's alive. But if her husband dies, she's released from the law that binds her to him. So then, if she has sexual relations with another man while her husband is still alive, she's called an adulteress. But if her husband dies, she is released from that law and is not an adulteress if she marries another man. So, my brothers and sisters, you also died to the law through the body of Christ, that you might belong to another, to him who was raised from the dead, in order that we might bear fruit for God. For when we were in the realm of the flesh, the sinful passions aroused by the law were at work in us, so that we bore fruit for death. But now, by dying to what once bound us, we've been released from the law, so that we serve in the new way of the Spirit, and not in the old way of the written code. What shall we say then? Is the law sinful? Certainly not. Nevertheless, I would not have known what sin was had it not been for the law. For I would not have known what coveting really was if the law had not said, You shall not covet. But sin, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment, produced in me every kind of coveting. For apart from the law, sin was dead. Once I was alive apart from the law. But when the commandment came, sin sprang to life and I died. I found that the very commandment that was intended to bring life actually brought death. For sin, seizing the opportunity afforded by the commandment, deceived me, and through the commandment put me to death. So then, the law is holy, and the commandment is holy, righteous, and good. Did that which is good then become death to me? By no means. Nevertheless, in order that sin might be recognized as sin, It used what is good to bring about my death, so that through the commandment sin might become utterly sinful. We know that the law is spiritual, but I am unspiritual, sold as a slave to sin. I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate to do, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is, It is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. For I know that the good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is sin living in me that does it. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. But I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am! Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? 
Thanks be to God who delivers me through Christ Jesus our Lord. So then, I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature I'm a slave to the law of sin. This is a very important chapter in terms of how to live for the Lord. Paul outlines a conflict that's in work in all of our lives. And the conflict that he describes is between what he calls the inner man and the outer man. The outer man is the old nature, the old Adamic nature, the sin nature, the flesh. The terms are are varied throughout the New Testament. But essentially, it's our basic human nature that we're born with. The inner man is that which is born again, that which is interested in the things of God and longing for the things of God. And so there's a problem. Our inner man is in conflict with our outer man or our old nature. And so some differences. The inward man, according to Paul, seeks God. The outer man, uh, the flesh, seeks pleasure and comfort. The inner man is led by the Holy Spirit. The inner man, by the way, is the only one that can be led by the Holy Spirit. The outer man cannot. The outer man is led by the desires of the flesh. You know, what you want, what you desire, what makes you feel good, what makes you feel approved, appreciated, satisfied, happy. uh, Those things are the outer man, the desires of the flesh. The inner man wants to serve God and takes satisfaction in the service of God. The outer man wants to serve himself or herself. And so these two are at war. All the days of our lives, there, uh, there's this conflict going on. And the, the job for us as believers, ladies and gentlemen, is to cultivate that inner life that wants to serve God and be with God and be led by the Spirit of God and to resist that old nature, that flesh nature that is uh, moving us away from pain and toward pleasure. And Paul said it this way, verse 18, For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. Now, he's describing these two natures. These two natures are at conflict with one another. And so, from the moment we're born again, we are new creations in Christ, but it's an internal new creation in seed form, if you will, a a spiritual infant that is still able to be dominated by the old nature, the old man that has been here for however many years prior to being Uh, having your spirit regenerated and born again. And so this conflict between the inner man and the outer man, Paul describes it in various ways. In verse 21 and 22, he says this, For I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law. And so just pause for a second. Your new nature and my new nature delights in the things of God, wants to be near God, wants to live by godly precepts and principles according to the Scriptures. But there's still something at work here in the days of our flesh. And Paul, in verse 23, says, I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin that is work within me. So this conflict, the law of the Spirit, the law of the flesh, uh, the inner man, the outer man, These things contend with us all the days of our walk with the Lord. And so let me give you some descriptions of the old nature, the outer man, versus descriptions of the inner man and um, the difference between the two. And so the, the outer man, the old nature, makes very good or is very interested in outward appearances. The inner man 
cleans the inward parts, or it's interested in having a clean heart. In a church setting, the outer man can sing songs, but the inner man is the only one that can worship in the spirit and in truth, as the Bible says we should. The outer man can go to church, but only the inner man can spend time with God. The outer man knows of God, but only the inner man can know God. The outer man can make religious speech and say, uh, praise the Lord, hallelujah, all those kind of things. But the inward man is the only one who can speak life to someone else by the Holy Spirit. The outward man looks at other outward men. We look on appearances. We look at um, uh, stature, height, weight, uh, muscles, beauty, uh, the, the handsomeness and so forth. But the inner man looks for other inner men. In other words, the inner man within you is desiring fellowship with those who have spirits right with God. And so uh, our old nature is looking at um, superficial things, if you will, in other people. Our new nature is seeking for those deeper uh, spiritual relationships between um, like-minded believers. The outer man values other outer men. The inner man values the inner man in other people. The outer man is led by the flesh. The inner man is led by the Holy Spirit. Let me give you an example of that. The outer man says, I don't want to do this. I don't want to live here. I don't want to live there. I don't want to go there. I don't want to do that. I, 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 I. That's the flesh. The inner man says, God wants me to do this, that, or the other thing. The Lord wants me to move here. The Lord wants me to say this. The Lord wants me to do that. And the inner man yields to that. The outer man resists that. The outer man, the old nature, is concerned with his own reputation. The inner man is concerned with God's reputation. The outer man seeks a long uh, life expectancy, pleasure, comfort. The inner man seeks eternal life and transformation. Are you getting this, friends? And so these two natures, Paul says the, the inner being delights in the things of God, but there's another law at work within each of us. And that other law, the law of sin and death, is working on us contrary to the purposes of God in our lives. And so just so we don't end this on a bad note, Romans 7 verse 25, Paul says, thanks be to God who delivers me through Christ Jesus, our Lord. And so there is a remedy to this battle. We must rely on Jesus Christ. We must continually point our inward man and our our thought life and our our leadings toward Jesus. And so I want to ask you today, before we close, which man is ruling you? Is it the outer man or the inner man? Are you living for the things of this world? Are you living for the things of God? The outer man lives for the things of this world, houses, money, wealth, fame, prestige, physical pleasure. The inward man lives for eternal things. As I said, transformation, the things of the Spirit, pleasing God. And this battle goes on. I'm not questioning you who are listening if you have a relationship with God, but I am asking you a question. Which is ruling you, your outer man or your inner man? And so our job as believers is to submit to the new nature, what Paul calls the inner being that delights in the things of God, and to resist that other nature. Lord, I pray that we might cultivate strength in the inner man. Lord, I ask that you would impart to us great grace, that you would deliver us through Jesus, our Lord, 
from the old law and the old law of sin and death, the old nature. Lord, in this war, this conflict that takes place in all of our lives, all the days of our flesh, I pray, God, that we would focus on cleaning the inward man, that we would spend time with you and know you, that we would receive life in the Spirit. Lord, I pray that we would value the things of God in the inner man. I ask this, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Whole Word. It was brought to you by Whole Word Fellowship and the Northern Virginia House of Prayer. If you were encouraged, please share our podcast with your friends. We'd also appreciate it if you'd hit subscribe in your favorite podcast app and take a few moments to write a review. If you'd like more information on our church and our ministry, you can go to wholeword.net or wholewordpodcast.com for more information. Thank you again, and may the Lord Jesus bless you today and always.